1: I love scotch, I love scotch. Scotchy, scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down, down into my belly. Mm-mm-mm.
0: With over 30 years of experience and a superb reputation for being a detail-oriented company, Lacey Cleaning has some of the highest work standards in the cleaning business. That's the
1: fact, Jack. Yeah!
0: Whether it's carpet cleaning, tile, grout cleaning, new construction cleanup, rental turnovers, vent and duct cleaning, odor elimination, office and/or business cleaning, power washing, residential cleaning—you name it, they do it. Check them out to contact them today, lacycleaning at gmail.com or call them at 609-709-8536.
1: that's what I'm talking about.
0: Hey, I know we have a lot of horror fans that listen to our shows. And I know things have been tough for everybody across the board these past six or seven months with what's been going on in the real world but I wanted to make a suggestion to you horror fans because I know part of the normal routine year in and year out is to attend different conventions to meet some of your favorite horror stars however none of us have been able to do that because of obvious reasons but I do have a little suggestion for you SignatureHorror.com Now some may ask What is that? Well They obtain autographs For the fans From some of their favorite stars From some of their favorite franchises Whether it be the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre Friday the 13th Nightmare on Elm Street And many more They have different options such as Besides getting their autographs You can do live zoom calls with your favorite stars you can do personalized videos for people greetings of some sort they just have many options so if you're looking for to spend some money that you may have spent at conventions check them out and see the options they have signaturedhorror.com that's right signaturehorror.com
2: Hey, guys, my name's Elena, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio.
1: He took my heart right in his hands, and he smashed it. And a few more stones were laid
0: on Hey, folks, it's your least favorite host in the podcast world, Croc, Jonathan Steele.
2: And I'm Elena, your favorite host from the Emerald Isles.
0: Boy, do we have a good one for you today. This next guest is a singer-songwriter, and she's currently promoting her new single, Break It Down. Break It Down is a rocky, up-tempo country and slash pop song that truly features her signature sound, with soaring vocals and also a smoking guitar piece that crosses multiple genres, and certainly is guaranteed to catch the attention of any music lover or any music listeners this guest. Right, Elena. How you doing?
2: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Good. And when I say it catches any musical listeners out there, it will catch your attention. I should also say I was also snooping through the YouTube <laughs> channel and I will say I got a true appreciation of some of your covers that you've done acoustically.
2: Thank you so much. <laughs>
0: of course. One of the songs that caught my attention was obviously a recent cover that you did back in the, during the holidays was Martina McBride's Broken Wing. Yeah. And Martina, I would think most of the listeners here are familiar with her work but she's one of those for me a true staple as physically a smaller girl but she's got a big voice if that makes sense yes she's she's one of those like I would say it's her I would say Linda Ronstadt I always reference you know there's just these certain women that has that powerful voice and it was nice to hear you have your own spin on things, but it was, you brought light to it. So.
2: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It was really fun to do. I had a blast doing that one.
0: Well, is there any other favorites that you've enjoyed doing that you put out publicly like that?
2: Um, I have, oh my gosh, I have so many covers, but I really like covering Miranda songs Miranda Lambert because she's one of my favorite artists of all time so I love covering her stuff I just did a cover of Bluebird a few months ago so I really enjoyed doing that one too
0: nice well before we talk about it I'm gonna put it here and I know I'll probably get some flags via YouTube and stuff but it shows you how much I we're doing this on video shows you how much I don't care I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) Let's put break it down right here.
1: He took my heart right in his hands and he smashed it. And a few more stones were laid on my wall. First was placed when I was five and daddy walked away.
0: me out of playing break it down there which is an awesome song go and get it from spotify and all your different outlets as such this song you actually was uh, co-written with kenny and janelle angel so can you talk about putting this song together with them
2: yeah absolutely um this song was actually written in 2012 so it's about eight years old now and it was our first co-write together um me and kenny angel and janelle angel and they are a married couple and um i came over to their house and i had this uh title called break it down and i wanted to write about basically someone who is trying to break their walls down in a relationship and so It was pretty straightforward and the music kind of came out of me for this song and um, we wrote it in one session. And so I really like how it came out. Um, I put the brakes on releasing it for a while, obviously, since it is so um, it is an older song, but uh, I'm really glad that I've released it now. I've gotten a lot of great um, response about it. So I'm really enjoying having it out there in the world now.
0: Yeah, that's true. And obviously, as people heard there, it is truly a song that talks about truth with building up the walls of because of trust issues and just everything that took place in your life. And I know that sounds typical country, but I think in music in general, across all genres, it is better when there's a sense of truth in the music
2: mm-hmm.
0: whether it be relationships or bro- building bridges theoretically just so many different avenues you could take it that that sense of truth is important I think in any type of music would you agree with that
2: yeah totally I love writing from um a vulnerable state it's one of my favorite things to do it, it's therapy for me really I love to be truthful and very honest in my song sometimes honest to the point where it scares me like if I write a song that's very truthful and very vulnerable I'm kind of nervous to play it out for the first couple times but then I'm, I'm normally glad that I did because someone can relate to that and someone's like wow you know you are saying this song in a way that I couldn't think of how to say it. You know, and that's our job. So I really like being open and honest in my songs.
0: Well, from what I had uh, seen with previous research and learning about you, in which we will share all outlets for elenamusic.com and the YouTube and Facebook and all the social media stuff. But when did you realize you had talent as far as if I remember this correctly, you realized you had some sort of talent as a young age, maybe 12, 13, 14, like a young teenager.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I wrote a song when I was 12. I didn't play it on any instrument. I just kind of wrote down these words and I sang something in my head, but I didn't realize that I was writing. I guess I didn't realize I was writing a song. I didn't realize that I could do that until like, you know, a few years later, I didn't realize that I was crafting a song. I don't know. I was just so young. And um, but I started playing piano when I was really when I was younger than that. I was seven and I started playing classical piano and then I started singing with the piano. And then I eventually picked up guitar and I kind of taught myself that as much as I could. So, yeah.
0: Well, obviously folks won't see this the visual here but i want to bring this up because our lovely guest here is from western pennsylvania from a town called butler and she's also wearing as far as the visual side goes she's wearing a sweatshirt that says blitzberg so um, (laughs) i'm i'm guessing you are a big time steelers fan huh
2: I'm not actually, um, I mean, I, I will root for them for sure, but, um, this is actually my fiance sweatshirt and I wear it because he doesn't wear it. So I wear it and it's a nice sweatshirt and it keeps me warm, <laughs> but I really like, um, I really like hockey. So I like the Pittsburgh penguins, but um, I mean, I root for all the Pittsburgh teams. You know, he's my fiance is a huge, uh, pirates fan. You know whether they're losing or winning he stands behind them so (laughs) but Pittsburgh is really big on their sports for sure yes
0: so he's the one uh Pirates fan then huh
2: yeah Yeah. (laughs) and
0: hi fiance we don't mean to be ripping you but
2: (laughs) over here somewhere
0: oh no that's all good (laughs) yeah oh that's good that he's a uh, Steelers fan and Pirates and all that fun stuff but all kidding aside. Now I did read as part of doing my homework and such that when you moved and I believe it was like 2010, 2011, that you went to Nashville with just a guitar and very few essentials. Yes. How scary was that?
2: I was, um, I mean, I was, <laughs> I was really, really excited. I, got, I think like the day that I finally got to my apartment, it was around like five or six o'clock in the evening. And I was so tired and I was kind of freaking out a little bit. Um, probably because I was so tired, but I didn't have any furniture. You know, my, the furniture in my apartment for a long time was like lawn chairs. <laughs> I didn't have a bed. I had a sleeping bag, you know? Um, and then my now fiance moved down a couple months later and he had a truck and brought my actual bed with me with him so (laughs) it was so nice to have a bed again you know you never know what you have until it you know you don't have it so but it was really really exciting and um it's definitely been a journey for sure
0: yeah it's funny because I did a similar move to Florida and right before we started this yeah, I, And it was, it was, okay. I got, got some clothes, my toiletries and like very basic, like lived out of a hotel for a while. And it was like, yeah, there was moments like, what in the hell was I thinking? Like, but,
2: right.
0: yeah. So it's cool to see a similar story to mine, even though we were going two different avenues but it's you know kind of cool. So like I said, I was going through some of your covers, but also original songs and stuff. I cracked up <laughs> with making babies.
2: Oh my gosh, you found it.
0: Yes. But like it was a catchy tune, but it was like, holy cow, that's a- amazing as well, too. So
2: Is you saw a- on my YouTube channel? Yes. I'm I'm looking for it right now. I'm gonna try and see where it is. Um, I remember doing the video for it. I've done so many videos, I forget what I do.
0: <laughs> yeah, folks, uh, she's doing that. It was an original song, real catchy. I might have to post a link for that one as well.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, it's really funny. Is I just um, I just got out of the studio. I just recorded that song in the studio because I'm thinking about releasing it as a single here so um i really like the song it's fun i've gotten some good reactions for it so i thought maybe i could release it
0: yeah because here's the thing and yes there's a little tongue-in-cheek and having fun with the song i found at least but the truth of that again we go back to truth there and if i'm wrong tell me but it's like yeah the person you were with at least in the story was like well let's start a family let's do this that you know like yeah you might see traditionally but it's like whoa 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 and what which is totally true where you say in the song that's like whoa I still want to l- feel certain avenues of my life out before I consider okay I'm yeah. gonna settle down I'm gonna have family." you know what I mean that go that route
2: yeah, totally. The character in the song is like very aggressive and she's like, no, I don't want to do this. I still want to be a rock star. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My point, like, hey, I want to still try these other avenues while I'm young enough before I yeah, go to a traditional route, if that makes sense. So I think we're going to have to share that as well.
2: <laughs>
0: but back to music, you mentioned Miranda Lambert. Yes. But who were some of your musical influences? I know you also enjoy pop and rock and not well, just country.
2: Who were some of my influences growing up?
0: Even now, from growing up to now that you've been doing music.
2: I loved, I, I loved Jewel growing up. I loved Jewel. And I liked a lot of r and I liked Brandy and Monica um, Cheryl Crow was a big one for me. Alanis Morissette, like these powerful women, you know. Like I just love like Whitney Houston, like the big voices, like Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, Celine Dion, Christina Aguilera. I love female artists. I love supporting fellow females, and I just think like I've had a lot of great inspiration from all. It's people that have paved the way, you know, like I'm hoping to someday be in their, in, in their spot. And, and they've just given me such inspiration for what I do now.
0: And it's a nice mixture you got there too. And just absolutely love that you mentioned Cheryl Crow because she's one of my favorites as well.
2: Really? That's yeah. awesome.
0: She, she fits into that. You know, Not that I box everything up, but like I was saying earlier with, a Linda Ronstadt, a Martina McBride. It, just like when you think of Cheryl Crow, you got, you know, that big, powerful voice. and
2: Yeah. But,
0: but you're in the Nashville area still, correct? Yes. Okay. Well, I, again, going back to homework and research here, that one of the places I thought was awesome that you played was the Bluebird Cafe, which is a famous across the world place to play in that region in Nashville yeah. can you talk about playing at that famous cafe but just the different types of venues that you enjoy playing at
2: sure. when we
0: could <laughs>
2: Yeah, exactly I know it's just so crazy right now but um Bluebird Cafe um I haven't had my own like round there yet but I did play open mic And one of my co-writers also placed in a songwriting competition. And so they had him come out and play in a round for placing in the competition. And so he invited me in to play a song. And so I played, I was so sick that day. I I was just like bummed out because I was like, dang it, I'm finally playing the Bluebird Cafe and I'm sick. But I played my song called uh, a two-story house. And the manager, like, he said such a nice thing to me. He was like, man, after it was all done, he was like, man, there's like all these songs here being played today for this competition. But the only song that I can remember is your song. And I was just like, so blown away because that was the manager of the Bluebird Cafe telling me that. And I was like, is my life real right now? Is this real life? So that was that was so cool. I I was just very blessed to do that. And then I love playing at um, the Commodore grill is like a lounge in the holiday in Vanderbilt here. And I love playing there. I love the sound system there. I love the food. I love the staff there. I love playing at the local. That's another great place to play um they have a thing called the freak show there a couple nights a week and it's like for singer songwriters to share their original songs and I haven't gotten to play it a whole lot but I've played there a few times it's um I love the listening room um it's a big venue it's a great place for people to go and hear like the best upcoming talent um original songs and everything and it's a great place for tourists to go to because it's kind of nice and close to downtown it's on fourth avenue so that's kind of close to broadway which is where a lot of the tourists go but yeah um there's a lot of great venues in nashville it's a shame that some of them are closing down because of everything that's going on but um hopefully this will all be over soon and we yeah. will get normal you know
0: <laughs> exactly and i always think of one story when it comes to the Bluebird. And that's great that you got that compliment, which think about how much music the manager and stuff sees on a normal basis. But the story that I'm thinking of was, and this is going back into like the later eighties, some guy, I don't know how well he's done named Garth Brooks has Mm. uh, came (laughs) across a writer who had the song called The Dance and was playing it there acoustically. yeah. Yeah. So, and you know how things are down there. Oh, if you get a record deal, look up that story, folks. But you just never know the talent that comes through.
2: Yes. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that story. That's awesome. Huge song.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Look look at it now. So, last thing I want to bring up is two things now that I'm thinking about it is the fan funded EP wicked city. Oh yeah. Tell me about this.
2: Okay. So I, okay. What did I use for that? What's it called? Pledge music, pledge music. So I had my fans helped me raise money for that EP that was released in 2017. It's got six tracks um i do have cds for sale i do have them on my website if you want to go check it out it's elenasmusic.com and then it's also on spotify um spotify itunes all that um but that was a really exciting project um my producer for that was josh suddeth and he played all of the instruments on there he's so talented and i just love how that EP came out. Um, But right now I'm not doing any more EPs. I'm kind of just releasing singles. It seems to be the trend. So I'm kind of releasing one song at a time, not having them pressed or anything on CDs, but they're on Spotify to, to stream and listen to.
0: Well, you know, and that's probably, and wouldn't be the first person to address this, but I think it's just the change of the business structure within yeah. music over the past several years with the internet and everything. But the thing I want other thing I wanted to bring up was you tend to love breed love guitars and fancy guitar capos. So what can you what makes those types of guitars different compared to any one you would buy?
2: I think that they're a really good deal. I mean I think breed love, um the sound of the the guitar is just gorgeous and you can find some really nice breed loves for not a whole lot of money. You can find a great breed love for under a thousand dollars. And I think that's what sets them apart is because they have the quality, but it's for, you know, not an outrageous price and fancy guitar capos. I love them. I love them. Um, I'm not sure the lady who makes those, she was out of California and I'm not sure like what she's doing now with the business, but I think that she's on Etsy. Um, but she sent me a few of them for free after one of my ex-boyfriends got me a capo for Christmas. (laughs) And so I started like posting about it and how much I loved it. So she sent me a few of them for free and, um, yeah, I just love the capos. I, I love the bling. I love the shininess. You know, I'm a girl. I love that kind of stuff, so.
0: <laughs> not that we noticed at all during this conversation she's female, <laughs> folks. <laughs> I see visual proof, folks. She's telling the truth. All kidding aside, we're going to include the links to everything because how could we not? People, Spotify, YouTube, Check out this guest's music. Elena, thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: He took my heart right in his hands and he smashed it. And a few more stones were laid on my wall.
2: Not all football helmets are created equal. Zenith.
0: Hi, this is Brady Seals, and you're listening to Crazy
2: Train Radio, and I'm going to tell you all about my new memoir, God Bless Texas, and me too.